The record industry is dead because of the fans. They killed it. Welcome to the Rockwire Podcast, where the heart of rock and roll is on life support. Reviewing new music and talking rock and roll news of the week. I'm your host, CJ, with my boys, Derek and Brad. Rockwire can also be found on YouTube and on Spotify with full-length songs included for Spotify Premium subscribers. Hey, hello tonight. It's CJ. This is the Rockwire podcast. If you're listening to this podcast on any platform not named Spotify, I just want to remind you to hop on over to that Spotify where you can listen to the songs edited into this podcast seamlessly and you can rock out as we talk about the three songs we're reviewing for you tonight. Of course, on YouTube, the videos can be found in the description below. And you can always hear every song we've ever recorded on this silly little podcast on the Spotify playlist, Rockwire podcast playlist 2021. The information is out. How are you tonight? Derek Huntsmansupply.com from the Badlands. Uh, I'm feeling fantastic. I'm excited uh, for this show. I'm I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, there's lots of good music, new music that's coming out. And it's fun to talk about because I thought we were a little stagnant before was trying to find some good music, some bands, and we finally are getting some really good stuff. So it's fun. From the city by the bay. How are you tonight, B-Rad? Oh, I am wonderful. I am refreshed. I uh, had a great weekend. Saw a rock show concert. Got to see Fozzie. Oh, yeah. I talked to Eric this evening. He said Fozzie was incredible. Oh, great. I mean, I never seen a guy smile so much on stage. He was just loving it. And it shows. It wasn't his wrestling act. Uh, but he's got some, he's got a really good band. The, the, the musicianship, oh, my God. They're amazing. Of course, we're talking to Chris Jericho's band, Fozzie. All right, Derek, what we got on the Rockwire podcast this evening? Well, uh, as far as what song I was bringing today, or what does that mean exactly? <laughs> I can tell you all sorts of stuff. Tell Hilarity. me that. Hilarity. Uh, uh, insight. Is that some of the things you're looking for? What song do you think we should lead off with, my man? You know, I... <sighs> We have three songs the, for you. The tonight. best or the worst? It, whatever you like. The best. The best. Because right, people uh, quit listening after the first 30 seconds fucking anyway. Well, then you people need to listen for at least the next two minutes and 38 seconds. Because the song from the band Resist and Bite from the former guitarist from Tesla. Everybody's <laughs> CJ's calls him Tommy Skull or Skeel or... I think it's Skeech or Scoach. I think that's his name. Just Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. This, do you want me to tell you what I think of this song right now? Because I will tell you. From the band yeah. Resist and Bite, the new song is Scream. Lay it on me. What do you think about Tommy's new song? 
Tommy. This song, Steel, this song, I, I love this song so much. It starts off mean, hard, nasty, and it doesn't let up. And this guy that's singing has an amazing rock kind of a voice. And this song just keeps kicking into another gear when they hit the chorus and, and whatnot. Um, it has such a great groove to it. I love the way the, the vocals are so good. They keep up with the tempo and the changes of the music and the aggressiveness of the music. I'm, once again, I'm gushing, Clint Eastwood. Um, <laughs> a lot of aggressive riffs in this. You know, this is no Tesla. I'm telling you what. If he felt some pent up aggression being in Tesla and them not using some of his riffs, evidently they're coming out in this song. And this is one of the my favorite songs I've heard in a while. So that's me personally. I can't get enough of this song. Two minutes and 38 seconds. Perfect time leaves you wanting more and not too long. Like me. All right, Brad, Mr. Die Hard. You're no Clint Eastwood, but you look a little like Bruce Willis. What you got? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm a gangster. I'm the original OG here. Um, Tommy. His name is Tommy Guns because he brings a six shooter. Um, this song is all about the rhythm guitar. You know, pow, 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 the six strings. I mean, you don't. I mean, you play skin flute, Derek. So um, <laughs> this one, kind of, yeah, this kind of reminds me of Faster Pussycat meeting Stone Temple Pilots. I love the yes. It's a deep dark sound with that bluesy guitar. Um, but I love the, how they toned it down to bring that vocal range up. It was, I, I love this song. All right. Yeah, man. This song was 90 miles an hour from the start. You can't go wrong with the muted strumming. I love the muted strums. Heard some of that in there. There was a good drum build. Nice lead. Tommy's rocking, man. So let's check it out. This is the part where we play the song on Spotify. Resist and bite, scream. B-Rad, what song are we doing next? Well, I, I actually want to go with your song, which is crazy. All which right. Is, which is the Ice Cold Killers. You're dead to me. All right, man. So the Ice Cold Killers is a rocking punk rocking band out of new york new york they got their new album coming out stories from the grave this is the lead single and lead video off that album you are dead to me to, for me it sounds kind of like rancid we got a good rancid feel here uh they they slipped a punk rock solo in any solos better than no solo at all most of the time. Another short and sweet song. Two minutes, 27 seconds, all killer, no filler. What do you think, Derek? You know, I mean, this is right in your guys' wheelhouse. You know, it's I've never been a rancid fan. Us I'm not guys, a, these people? Used to, used to. <laughs> uh, big punk rock guys. You got orangutan arm drummers and masturbating play guitar players uh i mean i'll say this it has some devil may care guitars but it seemed to me like it was and i'm no guitar expert like you two gurus 
but it was like three chords over and over again. But I guess that's punk rock. Now, one the guy who's singing, I think he's got a good punk rock voice. I like his voice for this type of song. I think it's better than some of the wimpy, uh, I'm not going to say MGK, I might, whoops, I just did, um, well, we'll kind of songs that are just wimpy kind of uh, uh, vocal track that they're laying down. And these guys would scare the shit out of me. I hope they never see me ever say anything bad about them because they kill me. Um, I love the lyrics. The lyrics are very cool. But to me, it was just more, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's you, in your guys' wheelhouse. To me, it's kind of like empty carbs, uh, kind of a one note kind of a thing. And that, that's just the way I kind of look at it, you know. But, but it's, it's fun to, to listen to. It's just, um, you know, that's, that's just what I think. I'm sorry. Bring it home, Mr. Clean. Well, I loved it because, uh, first of all, when the drums matched the chorus, it's spot on that boop, 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 as I was saying it, that was perfect. I mean, that was that was so catchy. Um, it's uh, f- fast tempo. You got to love it. Um, I don't think anybody could actually sit still listening to this song. They're going to get Brad, pumped up. Yeah, I mean, Brad, gonna... can I, Brad, can I interrupt you for one second? You can. And I, I just really will quick, quickly want to say that it's not like I dislike the song. I do like the song and everything you're saying is, is correct. It's just, it was tough in this week with the other songs we have, but I, I do like the song. I just want to get that out there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, 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 right. right. But what I really like is I love the sound of all the musicians in this band, you know, for punk rock, punk rock can get sloppy and stuff, but they were really tight. I felt um, I would actually stage dive at their show because of this song and, and i'm old they might <laughs> be slightly upset with us classifying them as punk rock their facebook page says they're all rock and roll and uh hey you you say it so it makes it true right well, so i guess but, they're a little bit they're a little bit more punky than green day what would you classify as green day oh uh, green day is punk rock pop punk but they're pop. Well, these rock. guys aren't pop. They're they're not pop. They're no, sexy sisters. No, in in fact, so all three of us are gonna like and follow the ice cold killers on Spotify because we're gonna get them from 257 up to 260 listeners. Let's make it happen, boys. Ice cold killer, you're dead to me. All right, Bradley. Hardcore superstar, catch me if you can. All right, so this is a hardcore Swedish band that was formed in 1998, which I was shocked. This is their 11th studio album. It's called You Can't Kill My Rock and Roll, 11th. Isn't that crazy? Um, they got they got racing beats, jamming guitars, solid guitar or. Er, rocks vocals i love it well i'll tell you it's ironic that you just went to see professional wrestler chris jericho because hardcore superstar sounds like the new professional wrestling network to me (laughs) (laughs) okay man i i love the song it's it's rocking it's rocking hard he's got great uh singing voice you know he's not a great singer but he's all right for rock and roll and i actually thought they, they changed to a different riff 
in the second verses. And I actually think that's the best riff in the song. Yeah. That, that riff deserves its own entire song. Derek. Which song did you say this was, Brad? Catch Me If You Can. Okay. I thought I heard you say something totally different. And I was about ready to lose my mind. No, I talked about their song. Their, their album is going to be called you, you Can't Kill My Rock and Roll. Oh, yeah. You almost killed my boner right there. <laughs> so. That's the worm. Hey, listen. Catch Me If You Can. I love that movie. It's awesome. Watch it. If you, Tom Hanks is phenomenal. And, you know, Leonardo is amazing. Um, listen, I love the tempo of the song. I like the time changes of the song. I don't know about the lyrics, though. Are the lyrics... The, the lyrics seem like they might be a little bit lame, I think. That's um, trying to catch a boogeyman. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, you know, I don't listen that close to you guys and down strumming and mute strumming and hum strumming. But um, I guess, and that's kind of cool. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the chorus, but you know what? The tempo was so good and he's got a good voice. It's not a fun, phenomenal rock voice, I don't think, but it's good. It's really good. And uh, yeah, but with the tempo and the time changes and everything they did, the riffs I thought were good enough to carry this song where I would definitely, I've, I've listened to it several times and I like it. Hardcore superstar, catch me if you can. All right, boys. There's the three songs that don't suck. All killer, no filler this week. Short and sweet. So we got a few minutes to muck it up. Let's talk MGK and Corey Taylor. Before we do that, can we, can we, can we talk about real quick of these songs, kind of where do we think about, about them as far as like uh, ranking them? I like Resist and Bite Scream the best. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I was really surprised. I want to listen to more of the album, but uh, yeah. But I think all the songs we brought tonight were fantastic. Right. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. MGK is going to kick Tor Corey Taylor's ass. Oh, no. All right. So MGK versus Corey Taylor. Derek, set up the timeline to how this went down. You know what's weird? I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Like you, like up to your standards, CJ, because they're pretty lofty. <laughs> but <clears throat> from what I can tell, is what I, what I was delving in, it looks like MGK wanted uh, Corey Taylor to write a chorus or, uh, or a, a was part of a song, verse. a verse for him. And then, of course, he came out saying, Oh, it was dog shit and he hated it and he. Uh, he wouldn't use it anyways. But then Corey Taylor came out and said, oh, really? Well, here's the text messages or the Twitter messages or whatever they were that I got. And they kind of contradict what MGK says. MGK goes on stage talking about how he's happy. He's not a 50-year-old wearing a goofy mask. Um, but then again, Corey Taylor, I remember in an interview before, talked about how uh, he didn't like people that failed in one genre and then decided to get into another one and you know what after it's all said and done i agree with Corey taylor because it is true you know he gets bitch slapped by eminem and all of a sudden he's like well i'll get an orangutan to drum for me i'll hit two chords and sing about some angst that i don't feel at all so 
of course, that orangutan you're talking about is Travis Barker, who oh. was the person Corey Taylor was sending the messages to, the tweets right. to. Brad, can you clean? Do you want to clean up Derek's timeline at all? No, I don't because I all I got to say is watch for the Irish punk, Conor McGregor, because he might come in and trump them all. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I think we mentioned that as uh yeah, Connor Connor over MGK even though he's on one leg. All right, here here's how I think this went down. Here we go. So obviously they wanted Corey to write a passage for your song. You know, they so they reached out to Corey Taylor, the collaboration horror club. One member of the Collaboration Horror Club, Travis Barker, reaching out to Corey, another member. They know each other well. Tight-knit. And they asked him for this verse, and he obviously delivered a verse. So it's kind of on poor taste for Machine Gun Kelly to ask this dude to write a lyric for my song and then turn around and diss him. You like him, you want him on your album, you want him writing a lyric for you, but but he's just a fat middle-aged asshole wearing a mask on stage and he's a piece of shit, right? Okay, what? so so Corey wrote a lyric for the song, he sent it to Travis, Travis liked it, Travis said, we love it, and who we means, I don't know, maybe the producer, maybe Kelly himself. We don't know, but we know Barker liked it. So Megan Fox didn't. <laughs> and some, and somewhere along the line, Corey decided that he didn't like the way the direction of the song went, and he didn't want to be part of it and punches out. Yep. So, right. so I mean, maybe he should have did that before he went through the trouble of writing the lyric, which is odd. Well, you can't so say if that. So you didn't because... want him to use it if you didn't like the song. Well, yeah, but why he would you write the lyric? Yeah, but if they made a, made changes and whatnot, and then he sees like, oh God, I don't want to be a part of this, or or if they asked him to try to change something the way the direction of the song was going, maybe he said, you know what, this isn't going to be in my wheelhouse, so I'm going to bow out. And he did it gracefully in those messages. I might add. I I agree. So, Brad. Team Kelly or Team Corey? You joker. Well, I, I'm going to take uh, Corey because Corey is the, the biggest collaboration work. I mean, that guy's, I mean, but he's golden. I mean, I, I think Barker's surpassed him. Derek's Team Corey. I'm Team yeah, Corey. But, but, that yeah, that dude's gonna, got nothing to prove. And by the way, he's a lyrical genius. Yeah, I'm just going right. to say that how many times has Corey collaborated with somebody and you go, oh, that was a piece of crap? Touche. I mean, shit. I mean, I guess Corey just can't write with the geniuses of Youngblood. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to hit on in the news? Just be a pansexual. Uh, God, I sent you something today. What did I just send you today? It was pretty interesting. I thought I sent uh, you the dirty looks. You you sent me the dirty looks set list for their reunion show at a racetrack I'm, I'm a huge dirty looks fan of course nobody 
has ever heard of them but me practically but uh the lead singer died years ago and i was very broken up about it and then jason McAllister from dangerous toys i heard was asked to uh join them for some reunion shows and whatnot and i wasn't jason mcmaster mcmaster i'm sorry what i said oh i said the guy from that 70s show who is is in me me, been me too oh sorry jason (laughs) anyways he He's never masturbated in front of a woman. But anyways, um, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I don't know his life. But anyways, what I'm going to say is this. He, I never, I didn't think it would go over that well. But then you watch the video that I sent you of them performing. He is amazing. If anybody out there likes dirty looks, I'm telling you what, Jason McAllister is amazing singing dirty looks songs and i would kill to see them i saw them at the mason jar in phoenix arizona and they kicked ass before you know he died i'm sorry that's it that's all i have i don't know if you could read this oh yes vended vended i want to challenge you guys one of you two to sacrifice your song so we can hear Corey taylor's kid i mean i already brought bruce dickinson's kid to the show yeah i i heard that did you listen to that song I have not. There, well, there's no have. there's no sacrifice. Just uh set it up and knock it down, Brad. I don't I yeah. So no, I've listened to it. It's I tell you what, he sounds just like his dad. If you listen to that song, it's not gonna it doesn't have the you know the 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 growling kind of thing that Corey does, the kind of cookie monster-ish sort of thing he does. And then how Corey with slipknot or stone sour zips into kind of a Good harmony or, you know, uh, chorus sounding voice, you know, and uh, nice sounding uh, vocals. He doesn't do that. He, he's pretty much angry the entire song, but it's it's a pretty interesting uh, song. We should listen to it. Maybe we'll bring it next week or something. That's, that's what, what I would say. That's the, what I'm trying to plan. So what do you guys think of uh, who's uh, Steel Panther's new bass player? Does anybody know? I don't know. Name? I haven't heard Look, Silk Pockets, Silky Pockets, I think is his name. I, I, I yeah, you might, you might be right. I'm pretty good at this thing, you know. <laughs> well, I saw uh, him. He's, he's been got dark hair, not blonde. Them. He's been performing with them, and uh, he's not, he's, you know, he's, he's not no, sexy. It's not he's sexy, no sexy Lexi, Lexi Fox. So. Does he have a gimmick? Not really. He just looks like a heavy metal dude that. Should have been in like the cult or something. Well, I saw the Metallica's Black album made it back onto the charts because they had a reissue like 30th. Oh, no, it can't be 30th. Maybe 20th. Anyway, they had some kind of reissue on it. It made it back on the charts. And the funniest thing was uh, Loudwire's picture. Here's Dave Mustang with a big frown on his face with the black album hitting the charts. Dave's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they dick heads over the loud wire. <laughs> they, they needed to reissue it because it had only gone like eight times, 18 times platinum. So he needed some more sales. So, <laughs> right. And of course, uh, Dave, Dave Mustang had some, uh, choice anti mask uh words for the rock and roll fans at his concert in houston this week and go figure 
Metallica has played two small surprise shows, one in San Francisco and one in, I believe in San Francisco and one in Chicago. Chicago. And you had to have proof of vaccination to get in. Well, I wonder if James took the death shot. He's from mm. Colorado. I doubt it. He just doesn't want anybody to give it to him. <laughs> and who, who else had some uh, choice words against that? Uh, John from Skillet. But I want to I want to turn the show into COVID, COVID, COVID. Um, Lizzie Hale tweeted that this was the first time that three ladies were one, two, and three on the rock and roll uh, charts. So we Did they have so a new got, album out. Yeah, yeah. So we got Lizzie Hale, Tyler Momsen, and uh, the Evanescence girl, Brad. Amy Lee. Amy Lee. Amy Lee. Yeah, one, two, three on the charts with women fronted rock groups. So girl power. And I can't believe uh, Hailstorm isn't headlining their tour. It's the Eva, the it's the opposite. Evanescence is a headliner, and oh, Hailstorm that, that's a big that's a big mistake. I feel sorry for Evanescence on that one. They got, did, a, they got a huge get blown off stage. When did Hailstorm's album come out? Oh, three four months ago. Oh I crap! Thought. I'm late to the party. Well, it's a chick. <laughs> I I never thought much of it. oh they're they they didn't they didn't hit with me now lizzie hale on the other hand she can do no wrong hey my favorite song by them is tell me where it hurts off their first album oh you just like to get off no you miss (laughs) the misery (laughs) those are perverts all right man have have we beat this week in rock to a dead horse yet or what yeah i can't next week that other song i had to choose from i want i want that song next week no make make it be yeah you gotta take the other one i just gave you i got three songs i gotta fight for and i don't know which one oh brad brad's brad's releasing solo episodes He's he's losing it. He his confidence is shot. He hasn't good, he hasn't found a good song in months. Hold on. So now he now he wants us to tell him what's good or what's not. And bottom line is we've been doing that for about a year now. All right. Well, here here we we can put it to our listeners. I wanna I gotta decide between Papa Roach, Bad Wolves, or Daughtry. Okay, I, I'm willing to throw Daughtry out right off the bat. Oh, the bad wolves, have you heard do the they song? have a new singer yet? Yes. Re- oh well, I'm. I gotta admit, I'm kind of interested to see what the new Bad Wolf singer sounds like. But you don't want to hear "Kill the Noise" by Papa Roach. You send me the songs, uh, Beefcake, and I'll let you know what what we need to go with. <laughs> Well, you know what, Brad? You can just take my song and Derek's too, because that's what Derek tried this week with his three songs. <laughs> just let, 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 let me let me lift lift the veil, right? You know, three people on the podcast. We each pick one song. We send it around so each other can listen to it. But if someone sends three songs, it it's, gets it gets kind of confusing. And I think Derek, I'm trying to explain to Derek that he sent three songs this week. He's refusing, saying no, he didn't. He's still got the COVID fog. Or 
Well, but, so, but the something's problem, going the problem, on. The problem I, I had to pull a Corey you, Taylor and send him a picture of the text. You respond in broken text all the time, and we're trying to decipher what it means, and we're, we're going to Ebonics and everything, trying to figure there's out what times, it, There's times when you text message, and I call 911 and send them to your house because I think you had a stroke. I, I, I got, I got fat thumbs on an iPhone SE. It, yeah, that's what you yeah. said's true. I can't, I can't deny it. Ooh, I got meaty fingers. <laughs> oh, I know this part's gonna be cut from the YouTube, but if it wasn't, you gotta give the little, the little titty squeeze <laughs> gift. Right, I love that sure. guy. <laughs> All right, man. That's the wrap on the rock wire. Hardcore superstar resist and bite ice cold killers. Three songs that don't suck. They were Excuse great. Me. They were great. Oh, mine was the best, but no. Please help out the show. Subscribe, rate five stars, write a review. You can drop me an email at cjrockwire at protonmail.com.